everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Welcome back to That Lux Life. One of the biggest things that we've been talking about in this podcast is how we live our luxurious lives. And one of the things I've been hearing constantly from my Instagram community, as well as the community on the newsletter, as well as the community on my blog, is that living a luxurious lifestyle also includes being able to call your own shots. So for many of us, we're actually looking to work for ourselves. And I mean, to me, that is fully luxurious. To be honest, I'm a person that not only runs this podcast, my blog, and my blog business, I also work for another company and work the roles I do. And I've also been a teacher in the past. Meaning I've been working for other people and not that I'm going to complain about working for those other people because honestly, if I wanted to leave, I would make the decision to do so. But when I do compare it, I do find that it's more luxurious to work for myself and be able to create my own schedule and do the things I want when I want to do that and just having that control than it is to work for somebody else. But if we are in that circumstance, working for ourselves, we also want to have that sphere to be luxurious, that space, because working for ourselves can be stressful. You're managing it all. You're depending on yourself. There's no one else to say, here's what we're going to do. You are the one that's going to say what it's going to do. So that could be kind of bittersweet. You're making those decisions yourself, which can be highly stressful. It's all on you. But of course, you're super loving it because at the end of the day, it's all on you. So here I'm going to talk about the resources that I have used and my tips for making working for yourself a luxurious experience where you're taking some of the stress off yourself so you can fully enjoy it to its highest ability. Because I mean, again, working for yourself should be enjoyable. You're doing something you want to do. You're picking the things you want to do when you want to do it. And you're creating a life for yourself and your family and building a brand that's something that you always dream to do. And again, that's luxury within itself. But let's talk about some of these tips. One of the biggest things I depend on when it comes to working for myself that's made the entire process of running my own business super luxurious is having a task manager. I use the task manager called ClickUp, but there's also a variety of other ones such as Asana. Um, you can make your own in Excel, but I depend on these task managers, well, the task manager I use, ClickUp, to help keep me on track. So when it comes to doing the the yearly tasks I need to do when something goes to renew or I need to update something or just, you know, submit my taxes. If you're working for yourself, you have to submit those local taxes um, and as well as just track your, your accounting. So I keep all of those tasks on a deadline. I make sure that they're all assigned to me. And with that task manager, I'm able to get alerts through, whether they're through my phone, email, so on and so forth. But by having that task manager, I'm not sitting here with paper and pencil, with sticky notes everywhere, and losing track of things. Because again, when we're working for ourselves, everything's on us. We have to remember every single thing. And we're only human. We're going to forget. 
So being able to use that task manager and in my circumstance when it comes to brand campaigns or you know anything I'm doing for my clients, by listing out even the minute tasks in there, giving them specific due dates, keeps me on track so I'm not stressing about it later. I go through things every single day. I can look at it in calendar view or list view and every day I look at what needs to happen when things are being done and I've gotten to the point where now this has put in me on so much of a schedule that I'm able to get things done ahead of time so that I'm able to enjoy the benefits of working for myself and having that free time where I can sit and, you know, snack on Doritos and watch something on Netflix that I wouldn't be able to do if I'm working for somebody else during a nine to five. But now that I'm getting things done ahead of time, I'm able to leave my figurative office, which is in my home because everything's done. Everything's done ahead of time. I'm ahead of schedule. I can sit and relax and give myself basically paid time off, even though it's not like I'm, I'm time off, but it's you're working for yourself. So if you don't have a task manager, I highly advise that you get one because it's going to make your life so much easier. It's going to be a whole lot stress-free. And then if you also have a team with you in certain circumstances, like, well, every, every task manager, but most of them do, some of them don't, but in certain circumstances, such as using ClickUp, you're actually able to make a workspace. So the workspaces can be one where it's just you. It can be the entire team. It could be a certain department. So maybe you have multiple on your team and one does, or a couple people do administrative while others do back-end things. Or if you're even outsourcing, which we'll talk about in a, a little bit later, you're able to create these workspaces so certain tasks are seen by certain people. They're assigned to those people, so it alerts them as well. And you're also able to track what people are doing, if they're moving the due dates out, and you're also able to see the subtasks they're assigning themselves. So maybe the overarching task is to... You update a website or create a new page, but there are obviously multiple subtasks within them. You can create those in, in the description itself, you can put the description, subtasks, and the subtasks can have their own due dates. There's also automation involved in certain circumstances. So having a task manager allows you to manage yourself, manage your team, keep everything organized. And then even when the task is done or everything's done, that information doesn't go away. You can archive it. It's hidden in the back end. So if you ever need to go back and find information for a certain reason, you're able to. I've been able to go back in this past year and look at everything I've done. I've been looking at all the tasks I have, you know, going back to, and even the reports show it. How fast are you getting things done? Um, how often are you checking things off? How often are you moving due dates out? So having that report has also showed you know how I'm running my business and how other people are also doing things within my team so again having all of that allows you to go back provide statistics be able to create reports do all of that without having to do the grunt work because of course the system's doing it all itself you're just exporting it so again I highly recommend a task manager I'm one that uses ClickUp um, in my own day-to-day -day. the job I work for uses Asana Personally, I prefer ClickUp. I think it's just more visually appealing to me. Um, and I just like the way it's organized, but there's nothing wrong with Asana itself. But again, ClickUp, Task Manager, get that. It'll make your life so much easier when working for yourself when it comes to business organization. And again, it'll make the experience of working for yourself a little bit more luxurious. And in consideration of speaking about task management, there's also another tip that I give people when they're looking to make their working for themselves a little bit less stressful, a little bit more luxurious, luxurious is to batch tasks. I will never say that 
on every single day, I do a variety of different tasks. I keep myself in a place where I batch tasks and that one task is what I do on that day. So for example, as an influencer, I have to edit photos, I have to create copy, I have to update any web pages, I have to do research and organize, and then of course, you know, I have to prep um, posts to go up on social media, share those out, manage all of my sharing materials, I have to go through emails, respond to emails, update um, my task manager when I need to, update accounting, and when it comes to this podcast, of course, I have to record, I have to edit, I have to post, I have to create that, and then on my YouTube channel, I have to record the videos, edit them, um, create the, the thumbnails, and then of course, you know, overall, when it comes to everything, when it comes to my blog and all that, the photos need to be taken. So every week, what I do is I lay out when I'm going to do certain tasks on which day. So when it comes to taking photos, every month I pick one weekend where I go and take photos for a number of looks that are going to last me to the next month. So I don't just go and say, okay, I'm going to take uh, photos just that are going to get me through this week, or I'm going to take one photo a day. No, I go and I literally have an all day photo shoot. Well, not all day, but it takes a couple hours where I'm able to just pump out a number of different um, outfits and posts and go on from there. And then secondly, what I do is on another day that week um, or, you know, right, right after I've taken the photos is I batch edit. I only go through all the photos on that day at that time and I edit all the photos and those are the days that I do my editing. Then through each week, because there are weekly tasks, I have, you know, a number of blog posts that go live as well as a number of copy that needs to be written. So maybe on Tuesday, I write all of the copy for the next week of blog posts. And on Wednesday, I'll write all of the copy and draft the copy for any Instagram posts that are going up that following week. So never at any point I may be sitting there and fully writing out captions. I may be waiting to edit them or add certain things in or, you know, kind of create a little bit of additives depending on what's going on on that, on that day. Because say, for example, if I batch write captions on Tuesday for the Instagram post going up the next week, but on that when the following Wednesday on the week after something happened, I may tweak it just so it actually aligns with what's going on. So when you're batching those tasks, whether you're picking certain days and just doing everything that needs to be done within that sphere, you're actually able to get things done ahead of time so you're not worried about it. Things are already done so that when you run into a moment where things are just backed up, you're a little bit too busy, something else pops up, you're not able to sit there and go, well, I can't do this now, or I'm gonna have to give up posting this blog post or answering a client or doing any client work because you know I'm already behind on the other things. Since everything's done a week before, you have the stuff for the week, and then all you do is take those batch tasks that need to be done that you're supposed to do on Tuesday, but you decide to go to a an event, can do it on Wednesday. So by batching those tasks, I'm able to get a huge chunk of things done at that time. And then in a certain case, if I am batching tasks and I can just do a little bit more because I had the time allowed, because you know, like many people, I'm a mother, so I only have a certain amount of time in the day to get things done because I have to spend family time. I'm taking care of my son. I'm a stay-at-home working mom, so I'm not going to sit here and say that throughout the day I have plenty of time to just sit around and work, work, work. I take time for my son. I focus on him. So what I'm able to do is I have time during, say, a nap, 
and I'm like, I've already got this batch task done. Maybe I'll do the batch task that I was supposed to do on Wednesday, now on Tuesday, or I'll just get two weeks ahead of uh, time done and then just check off a number of things off my task manager. So by batching tasks, you're not flopping back and forth. You're able to focus on one thing, keep yourself less stressed. And then when you check off a group of things under say one list or one group on your task management system, you see that you've done a lot. You're ahead of things. You are finished. I mean, you're finished and you're able to move on to the next task or just move on to the next day. Or again, take a break and go sit on the couch and eat chips and watch Netflix. I touched upon this slightly a little earlier, but I want to focus on it now. So I spoke about with a task management system of how you can share a workspace for any outsourced tasks. Now, outsourcing tasks can be a little daunting because many of us, if you're like myself, you have this kind of aspect of that. It's your business. At the end of the day, if something goes wrong, it falls back on you. So anyone else involved in your team, yes, does fall with you. They may lose their job, but now it's your business. It's your name. You feel like you have a bigger responsibility in it and a bigger stake in it than everybody else. But I will say outsourcing task is not as bad or daunting as you may think it is. For many years, I will say I didn't outsource tasks. I was for the first three to four years of working my blog business, I was trying to do it all myself while, you know, working another job, whether I was teaching at the time, um, I was still, or not even just teaching, I was actually in school when I first started. So whether I was teaching or taking classes, I was sitting there just trying to do it all. And then in the past couple of years, I realized that outsourcing tasks, especially the unwanted ones, actually helps to bring that luxury back into your business because now you can actually focus on the things that you've wanted to do, the reasons why you started the business in the first place. So for example, in my case, my blog and being able to write the content, take the photos and edit the photos, create video and create this content is what I want to focus on. I want to focus on the creative aspects of this all. I don't like doing the administrative things of, you know, always answering emails and going back and forth unless they're emails from my followers or community. But when, you know, doing the brand, um, brand negotiations and going back and forth, that kind of gets a little bit daunting. And I love talking to brands and I love connecting with them and networking, but sometimes the back and forth can just be like taking away from my creative juices. There's also things when it comes to the back end of my blog or any design aspects or, you know, just if something goes wrong in the tech atmosphere, I am not a tech person. So when I have to go and do all that research and find out what's going on and then work to fix it or just end up like, you know, going down this black hole and there's no return and I don't actually find an answer for it until weeks later and I have to get rid of things. I'm not able to, again, focus on the creative aspects. So by being able to outsource certain tasks, such as any tech tasks, such as any small things that someone else can do that allows you to refocus on the purpose of your business is going to be a luxury experience. I outsource a lot of the technical creative aspects. So when building and designing certain tweaks that are on my blog or even designing the the page that now my podcast is hosted on, I was able to outsource that work so that I could sit here and work on building the content and being creative with this podcast itself. And then also as I am working with different blog posts that I'm like, you know what, this would be really helpful to have this kind of tech here or this view here 
for my readers so that I'm able to share the information a little bit more directly to make it a little bit more accessible for, for you all as my readers and my listeners, I'm making sure that I'm able to outsource that and have someone else do it. I also, in a certain case, as, as a now I have an agent or a manager that I use that helps me on my back end when it comes to reviewing contracts um, for any brand collaborations, you know, speaking with, you know, PR companies and brand uh, marketing representatives to help with, you know, putting the campaign together. Of course, at the end of the day, I'm the one still coming up with how it's going to look creating all of the content, doing all of that. And I do still speak with the brands on occasion about, you know, this is where I'm going. I jump on the calls. I do the networking aspect of it, you know, along with my manager. But, you know, that initial back and forth and negotiating rates, all of that information and tasks are done by him. So again, now I'm able to go back and focus on the creative aspect, which is what we all want to do. When it comes to our business, no matter what it is, you want to focus on why you started it. That's the luxury of it. You start it for a reason. You want to get back into doing that work and all the other tasks that come with it, outsource it. You may be paying a little money for it, but honestly, it's going to end up coming back to the money you're paying out to outsource these tasks are going to come back to you because now that you're able to focus back on, you know, the creative aspects, helping your clients with any service that you're giving them, you're now able to bring in more clients, do more work, be more creative and grow because you're not focusing on those other things that aren't helping with your growth. They're just managing. So again, another luxury, luxury aspect. The last thing I want to talk about when it comes to business organization as it applies to luxury is if you do anything within your business, anything within what we've talked about in this podcast, this episode, the one thing I want you to do is to make sure you're setting goals. And I'm not saying just here's the overall goal for by business. You need to set monthly goals, set weekly goals, set yearly goals, set quarterly goals. Set as many goals as possible, even the minute ones, because once you set those goals and when you reach them, you'll find so much more joy in what you're doing versus just working. You have to work with a purpose. My overall goal is to bring content and garner community with within the living lesh with that that Lux Life or the, this Lux Life podcast within my newsletter, within my blog, within my social media. But overall, if I'm not setting these weekly tasks of this, I want to drop this on this date. I want to, you know, reach out to the same people on by within this week or by the end of the month, I want to bring this new content. These are the topics I want to cover within this quarter. This is who I want to expand to. If you're not setting those goals for yourself, whether how minute they are and even daily goals, then you're going to end up just kind of working again without a purpose. You're not going to feel as happy with what you're doing because you don't feel like you're reaching anything. So set those goals. Have that be part of the luxurious experience of your business organization. By setting those goals, I guarantee you, you're going to find so much more happiness in what you're doing. It's going to feel so luxurious and so like, just having this inner peace that you're going to keep doing more. You're going to want to learn more. You're going to want to keep building and building and building to the point where you're not going to sit there and have those moments where you look at yourself and go, why am I doing this? I should just give up and go back to, you know, working a nine to five for somebody else and let this go. Instead, you're going to go, I've reached these goals. Look at how much I've accomplished this week, this day, this month, 
this quarter, this year. And when you look back on an entire year and so you sit down and you write down every goal that you've achieved, whether it's in your task management system or just a checklist, and you go, I've achieved all this, this is the reason why to keep going. Now, I hope these little tips, these four tips that I've given you have helped you to start thinking about how you can make working for yourself and you know within your business being a little bit more luxurious. Now we're going to build upon some of these as we go forward in that looks life, talking more about business goals, talking more about you know different resources to use and how to find luxury in working for yourself. And if you are not at that point where you are working for yourself, but you're considering it, stay tuned for a later episode where I want to talk to you and tell my story about how I started my business and how you can go about starting yours. So I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for coming by.